And the uh, rest of the service is going to look a little different than normal because uh, we're going to have each of um, our SLT members, which are our leadership team members, share a little bit, and then I'm going to finish off uh, today. And so I think Leslie is going to... Our Richard's going to get us going, yeah? Awesome. Now, we were told to stand here because of uh, streaming, and uh, we're going to be fairly short. We have, as an SLT, and I'm, I want to explain what an SLT is for some of you. Uh, some of you know. By the way, thank you. My name is Richard Dodds, and I'm the, the chair of the SLT, and there are four of us. It's called the Site Leadership Team. And what it is is come alongside the pastor and the congregation to help move things in the church. And I don't want to turn this into a business meeting because it's not a business meeting, really. It's, I hope this is a spiritual time for us. Um, but anyways, uh, I'm going to leave that alone for a moment and come back to um, evaluation of Jesse. Uh, you know, some of you filled out a questionnaire back in September. Uh, the SLT did the same. We sat with Jesse, we went over it. And, and I'm glad to tell you we're extremely happy. You're extremely happy. We're extremely happy <coughs> with Jesse as pastor. He's a gift to us. But, but there's a couple of things we want to work on with him to even improve him. He's not a perfect man. <laughs> neither are we. Neither are you. <coughs> and we want to work towards a betterment in our church. And that we'll work together on that. So I'm going to call up each of the uh, team members and they're going to say a few words and if you're looking at me and saying what are they going to say I don't know <laughs> I, I have a rough idea but I really don't know so they're going to come up one by one Leslie you're on <clears throat> Hi, everybody. Um, I'm Leslie. I'm just going to take a minute to look at all of your faces and feel you all as my family, brothers and sisters, beloved children of our Father. And what a privilege it is to be here together. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, I, I didn't prepare this at anything at all because I am trusting, um, I'm trusting God to speak. Um, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna ask us to start with a prayer. Join me in prayer. Father, we are so grateful to know your name. 
hallowed be thy name, Lord of Lords, King of Kings. We could go on forever just meditating on your name, healer, redeemer, savior. Lion of Judah, the lamb who was slain, Rose of Sharon. Okay, somebody stop me or I really will just go on the whole time. <laughs> Father, we love you. We come before you um, knowing that you are the breath that holds us together. You are all in all. You are the Alpha and the Omega. And Father, as we spend this time today um, talking about our church and who we are who you would have us be. I just ask that you flood every heart and, and support each person here to release their dreams of what this place could be, of, of how your love could move on the planet. You have seeded that in each of our hearts and each person has a, an important part to play. So just flood us with your presence, Lord. Give us courage to share our dreams and our hopes and the way that you're moving, even though it might be different. <laughs> you made us and we are fearfully and wonderfully made. We just come before you and we ask all things in Jesus' name. Amen. So yes, um, I forget when we got... Um, the new SLT formed. Was that a year ago already? Or was it March, Jesse? Was that February? Um, so, yeah, uh, there was a couple of, of new nominations, and, and um, Mark had been on for a while. Richard had been on for quite a while. And Gary and I came on um, after prayerfully considering if that was what we felt called to do. And, of course, it's been a crazy time to, to come into a, a public <laughs> venue that's entire purpose is to serve and to gather um, when we're all shut down. And um, it's been a hard year for, for many people, collectively and individually. And yet, the SLT has been um, pretty amazing in, in my mind. Um, we're a, a really dynamic uh, mixture. And SLT, Jesse said it stands for Site Leadership Team. But to some of us, it also stands for Spiritual Life Team. And for, for those of us who, who aren't into leadership or hierarchy or any sort of anything like that, the spiritual life feels m much more of where it's at. It's about just... Um, coming together and, and, and listening to God and listening to how he wants to move. And um, yet, we wouldn't get anything done if we didn't have some structures in place and some formats. And so God in his wisdom has given us all different gifts. Richard, our beloved chairperson, is so organized and makes phone calls and gets things done and and goes for it and you know and i weep and cry and sing and and, and fall on my knees and, and mark ministers and holds this clear vision of of love and and gary calls out and speaks to the nations and and lights a fire and and so it really is this beautiful 
beautiful um, synthesis and, and calling together. Um, and of course, Pastor Jesse is also a member of the SLT, and it's our honor and privilege to, to walk with him and support him. It, it hasn't um, been an easy year for him in any way, and yet he has um, remained his humble and serving self through that, and we're really grateful. We're really grateful for that. So I'm just going to speak one more minute to my particular heart and what I think that I bring, and that is um, unity. I, my last name is spelt us is kin. Yeah, it said you Siskin, but us is kin, and I realized way early in my life, like probably at 14, oh, that's why I'm a unity junkie. Like, I just believe everyone can hold hands in a circle and that we can be one. And what has been a slow realization for me is that as humans, actually, we can't do that. I, I just came through a week of, of reconciliation talks with someone, and I, I failed miserably. My anger and my pain and my agendas and my vengeance and my unforgiveness. But Christ in us makes us one. We're one in him. We are one. Period. We're one. <laughs> and there's so many scriptures about that. I mean, Colossians is full of it. Corinthians is full of it. Ephesians is full of it. We are the one bread. We eat the one bread together, we are the one bread. The church has many members, but they're all one. You know, he died to make us one, and in him he takes us into the Father, and that's where we are to live, seated there in that place. And yet we all fall and stumble and get pulled into realms where there's discord, and then we come back, and he lifts us up again. Um, so yeah, my heart is for unity here at the church and that's what I that's what I believe we can achieve in him through him for him by him and you know we all look different we all sound different we all have a different story um, but we're all a gift <laughs> we're all precious to him <laughs> And he made each of us differently on purpose. <laughs> so that together we're an amazing symphony with all the different notes. We're a beautiful painting with all of the different colors. And we need you. So the purpose of this meeting, or this time, was to really make it known to you that we are here as serving you. We want to hear from you. How is God working? What do you want to see? Oh, you want a, a girls' group to get together on Thursdays? Yay, what can we do to make that happen? Oh, we need this to happen? Oh, you know, that's, well, that's what the entire purpose is here. I, I mean, I've gone here for years, and truthfully, I didn't even know what, what, an S, what the SLT was. Maybe I was just out in, yeah, okay, I was out. I was out in, the, out, out in space where I usually am. <laughs> but, we wa but we wanted to just really open the door for communication, for feedback, for, for this to be 
your church to, for this to be uh, an enlivened place where where how God is moving through you is welcomed and developed and cherished. So um, please feel free to call on any of us and um, and just hold in your heart. We're in a new season, like our brother in the back. I don't know you. Haven't met you. Hi, I'm Leslie. Um, spoke about this new season that we're in, and it, I think everyone knows that after COVID, that God is do, has done something great in that incubating time, and there is a power unleashing, and this is a new time. Uh, I mean, for me, I'm really into our superpowers. You know, Jesus died to give us superpowers, and I think it's time that we activate those, you know? Really, I do. Like healing, woo! Raised from the dead, woo! You know, mind of Christ, that means we can talk to each other from space. You know, we live in the heavenlies. We've got so many superpowers. I mean, read Ephesians. Woo! Yeah, glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Aw. I love you too, Diana. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I just want to inspire you all that that you're all important and that we need you and this is a time of really coming together and coming alive to serve for his kingdom to come so i'm going to hand it over to i think richard is going to speak again not you <laughs> gary where are you oh, gary, gary. So good to see everybody out this morning. You know, in the middle of COVID, you know, you, you kind of look and say, there are churches now that aren't meeting. There are groups that, that can't congregate because of the whole COVID thing, but we're able to congregate here, meet here, and worship here together. And I think that is so uh, so good. Um, <clears throat> I want to share something here that I, I hope is an encouragement to you. I am part of the, the, the most powerful force on the universe. I'm a member of the most, uh, of, uh, let me get this right. I am a member of an organization that does, uh, uh, does helps the poor, ministers life to wherever it goes. I'm a member of, of, of a force that I, I, has, has, I believe, more influence than any other organization or structure in the earth. You know who that force is? I'm part of the church of Jesus Christ. And I go to this church called The Junction. It's in my little corner here. <laughs> and what I'm trying to encourage you folks to, to, to see is that we're not, we're not stumbling through life. We're not kind of a hope and a wish and a prayer. And, and boy, we wish we could make it to the end. And when Jesus comes, you know, we'll all get raptured out of here. And from all the woes and the problems and the difficulties of life, that's not the church. The church is going forth in power. The church is going forth... And, and, and having an influence, it, it's affecting the culture. Jesus Christ came. I'm not going to preach. I just want to share a couple of thoughts. Of <laughs> but uh, uh, Jesus Christ came to give us life yeah. and to give us life more abundantly. Hey? And I mean, I don't know about you folks, but I think of my life without Christ and I think, man, what a mess. But in Christ, he's given me hope. He's given me purpose. And, and, and the expression of that 
is through the local church here in, at the junction. That um, my interaction with you folks, and I hope your interaction with me, I hope is a positive thing that's uh, affecting your life for the good. And as it's been mentioned, uh, I'm part of the SLT, and I, w I didn't even know what that was until I became a part of it, actually. <laughs> I didn't know what the term was, you know. And uh, found out, but it was good. It's been a good thing, and I, I'm just kind of wanting to encourage you, as it's already been mentioned, but I will reiterate if you have any concerns about anything that's going on, not only do you talk to the pastor, but you can talk to any one of us. And, I'll, you know, I'm as part, I'd be glad to, to be able to listen to be able to do what I can if there's issues that, you know, need to be dealt with in some way, form, or fashion so that we can encourage you. And, and, and I also want to say, too, that as part of the SLT, you know, I'm not just here to sort of say, hey, how you doing, what's life? I'm here to do everything I can to help you as a Christian be everything God has called you to be. Let me repeat that again. I'm here as part of the SLT to help you to become everything God has called you to be. God's got purpose on your life. God's got destiny on your life. You're here for a reason. Amen? And at this local church, Gary Giles, as part of the SLT, wants to do anything and everything he can to help you fulfill that purpose and that destiny. So that's kind of what, you know, kind of where I'm coming from. And I just encourage you, you know, to press on in him. Find out what his purpose and plan for your life is and pursue it. And we here at the Junction Church want to do everything and anything we can to help you to find that calling, purpose, and destiny and to walk it up. Marg? Thanks, Richard. Good morning, everybody. Isn't it great to hear everybody's heart? We're all different. We're all individuals. That's a diversity of unity in this house. And I think what's a real blessing to me in this house is the freedom, is the place, the space that has been made for each person to share, like even today. Like to me, that's the church. That's the family of God. Breathe in and exhale. There's words here that confirmed other words. Uh, I was prayed for earlier when I came in. And um, <clears throat> I never came in asking for prayer. People showed up and came alongside me and prayed for me, not even knowing I really needed prayer. I'm the person that goes over there to pray for everybody, but God brought people to me because that's submitting one to the another. We're all on the same ground. We're all each, we're, we're connected. Each joint supplies. So I came in and just submitted to this family, to this church, because that's how we come in. We belong. And people minister to you. That's who we are. We're family. We care about each other. You can care about somebody and you don't even have a clue what's on their heart. But you just come in here and minister. And the freedom, to me, it's all about what has already happened here. The freedom to express Jesus. Everybody sharing their heart, people sharing their testimony, sharing their experience. And you put all those pieces together and you see Jesus. You see the Father's love. And so that's what I'm grateful here. I'm grateful for coming into this place to be part of the SLT team. Um, I'm here for you if you need to connect in any way. I think my heart is um, with the Junction Church core values. And the first one is, and I know this is Jesse's greatest core value to begin with, 
is welcoming and inclusiveness, is to welcome others without judgment and hold a safe place for each person to journey authentically with God. So my heart is to see people belong. And sometimes people come to church and they don't feel they belong. They don't feel they fit. They don't feel like they're part of the family of God. My heart is to see families restored, to see people restored. And even today, the reason that I was prayed for is my heart is for family. My heart is for the restoration of family, the healing of family, to heal the brokenhearted. That's Jesus' first thing is to heal the brokenhearted. That's why the church is here, to heal our broken hearts. And today, my heart got broken in the parking lot. I got a phone call from my husband. My son, my grandson, and my husband were all going on a men's weekend away that they planned for five years because for two and a half, they couldn't do it. So I'm about, all about the generations. I didn't get saved till I was in my 40s. I'm all about healing the family. I'm all about healing the generations. And so they were at the airport, and my son couldn't go into the United States. They were going to a Kraken game in Seattle. They were going to a, a Seahawks game also. They were doing like a father's son, grandson weekend. And my son wasn't allowed to go into the United States because he works out of the country, and he stopped in Frankfurt. He stopped in Germany, and the United States wouldn't let him in because he stopped there. And so this is, this is the next generation that believes in family, that believes my dad has passed something down to me and I want to bless my dad. And I want my son to see that blessing in this family. I want my son to see how a father, a son, and a grandson are united. And so there was a great disappointment there. So my son's driving back from Kelowna right now. But people that didn't even know that my heart was hurting came up and prayed for me. Because you know what? God doesn't want us to live in disappointment because you're going to have disappointment in every generation. But there's, God is building hope in every generation. He has connected the generations and he blesses family. So I just pray, this is house is such a blessing. I am so thankful to be here, Jesse. God has changed my heart so much since I've come here. And I want you to know I'm a licensed pastor. And I came in here to get my heart changed. <laughs> Isn't God amazing? So that's why we're here. Did you hear the connection? Do you hear that we need each other? Do you hear we all have different gifts? Do you, there's already unity. There's already a flow. There's already a space. And I better stop. Jesus, help me. I bet you that's your prayer right now. Okay, but I just, <laughs> I just want, I want people to belong. Because when you know you belong, you will find your fit and you will grow and you will flourish and you will be life to other people that walk in the door. And that's who this church is. That's who this family is. So just, I'm just so thankful for all of you. I'm here to connect with any of you anytime to spend time with you. I leave my schedule open for people. I work around other people's schedules. I'm older. I have the time even for busy families, but I am a face-to-face -face person. I'm not so much, you're not, I'm not going to know your heart, and you're probably not going to know mine through emails and text messages and letters. I am a face-to-face -face person, and I really want to hear your heart because you have a story. So I bless you guys. Thank you for allowing me to share. Thanks, Richard. One of the things about coming last again on this is uh, I don't have that much to say because the other members have already uh, sort of taken a lot of the things that I was going to speak on. 
Uh, but that's okay. That's good. Jesse's probably thinking, okay, where are these guys going? I hope they're going to wrap it up soon. <coughs> Anyways, we have waited for a time to speak to you. We, we really wanted to do it earlier, and we kept putting it off. Uh, we thought, well, you know, COVID will disappear soon and we're going to be able to get back to normal and, you know, the congregation's going to be back and so on. So we just thought, you know, we, we've got to meet, we've got to talk to people now. We, we just couldn't put it off any longer. We wanted to let you know who we are and where we were going and where we'd like to go. This is, of course, with you. This is not on our own. Uh, we, we, when we meet, we feel this church is going to explode. And I mean, what I mean by that is, spiritually, this church is going to be a place where people are going to want to come. It's going to be a beacon on the hill. It's going to be where people are going to feel accepted. They're going to, they're going to feel good. They're going, they're going to grow spiritually. No, we're not worried about numbers. We're more concerned about spiritual growth. And we want that to happen. No matter what COVID does, we're, we're going to hopefully make that happen. And... Uh, Every one of these people you have heard, they're all they're gifted, but they're all gifted in, in many ways. Many people here are gifted. God has given you a gift. We hope that you will use it for your benefit and for the benefit of others and for the benefit of the church. Because this place is powerful, and you make it powerful. So what I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to bring Leslie back, and she's going to, Leslie, right? Okay. And we're going to wrap up. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah, that's it. That's our spiel. <laughs> I hope um, hope you guys feel as inspired as we do. Um, that God really is is at work. Svea, did you want to say something? Okay. Okay, okay, yeah, he's he is going he is going to come up. Let, let me just finish um uh, finish my wrap up, um, which is really just to say that the last member of our SLT is our pastor, and um, and that we love him. We love you, Jesse, and uh, we thank you for your your tender heart and uh, your openness to include everyone and to call us all in and uh, one of the things that came up um, I think it was in Mark's um, sermon the other week about this this being a hospital you know that this is a hospital we come in here uh, Mark spoke to it I came in here I barely crawled crawled my butt in here this morning like seriously and two people just right away were on me praying into me clearing it off me lifting me up like hallelujah Hallelujah. And if we can be that light for people, you know, this is a broken time. This is, this is a challenging time. And this is a haven. This is a refuge. He is our strong tower, and he's here in each one of us. So, so bless you all. And, yes, um, our pastor is going to speak to one of oh, some, some little bit of business. I know we didn't want this to be a business meeting, but we've got some exciting things happening. Um, pastor Jesse has rewritten and reworded all of our core values as a church and uh, brought them to us and we loved them and felt really inspired about them so he's going to share about that i think right and we have a new logo and a new branding in the works which is really exciting 
because as soon as we get that, then we can get the sign, which Gary is really about the sign and the pamphlets. So we're going to get those going. Like, you know, we got a team who also wants to get business done, and that's really exciting. Um, so that's happening. And then one of the other things that we wanted to mention is that the, the larger Covenant Church is, is starting a vision committee, which they do every few years to see how we are working as three in one, what the vision is for the church together, you know, and so that's a calling if anyone feels like they want to be on that uh, committee to discuss and pray into and, and hammer out um, where the church is going as a whole. Um, that's, that's also happening. So there's really amazing, beautiful things at work, and yeah, and please come forward. Please come with your, your visions. So yeah, Pastor Jesse, I will hand it over to you. Do you oh, you don't need this, do you? No, I'll just wipe it for you. Yeah, we're just going to pray over Jesse. I just, I was just actually talking to um, family um, the other day around, um, I was in a really broken place with the church because the church has done a lot of harm to people. The church has done so many things, but we are the church, and so healing comes through the church. And I remember the day I met with Marie, and um, I don't cry very often, but I just said, like, my husband and I really want to come. Our heart and our vision is working with foster children, with children that don't have homes. Um, as you probably know, we have many homeless people that just come in and live in our place. And um, I said, many people in the church don't accept them. They look at them and they give them, you know, they've got piercing, they've got tattoos. And, and um, you know, it's, it's, it breaks my heart. And so Marie says, you can just come as you are at this church. And I said, what? And the first time we came, we had one of our kids. She was wearing a corset, a shorty, shorty skirt. And people looked at her and said, how are you? They actually saw her for who she was. And, um, and I can't ever forget, and Jesse will make fun of you, but um, we started volunteering at the KD lunch <clears throat> at this one time. And I went home to Jacob and I said, the most humble pastor, this is leaders in like, I can't even believe this. The, the, the macaroni was flying, like flying. People were chucking things everywhere. Coffee was going everywhere. And Jesse was just like, do 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 just having the time of his life. And no complaining, nothing. He was sweeping the floor. And I said, this is leadership. And I just thank you so much for being, um, you and Marie being the, the heart and vision of what really Jesus calls us to do. And so much he healing has come to our family, and people have been healed in our house because of the leadership in this, in this place. And so we just want to bless you. Um, you and Marie have just been such a blessing to us. And um, my kids um, love Marie and Jesse. They go over there, and she, you just gave up your time to help one of our kids get to Calgary, and she made it, by the way, after uh, she had to get her brakes fixed and all a few other things, but she made it. So um, I just want to open up in prayer, and if anybody else wants to, to pray and bless Jesse and Marie for, you know, we're, we are the church, and even though he's the, you know, he stands in leadership, you have such a humble heart, and we just want to bless you. So Father, we just thank you today for Jesse, and we thank you for who he is, him and Marie. And God, we just pray right now a blessing over him and his family, Lord Jesus. We just bless them through and through to continue on this work, Lord Jesus, the hardship that's come through this place, Lord Jesus, in his life. 
um, all the struggles that they have been faced, but he still stands on firm ground because he is on the rock and the foundation of Jesus Christ. And Lord Jesus, we just bless him through and through. We bless him to continue to, to walk with you and to guide us through this, uh, these, these new um, territories, Lord Jesus, this new change that's coming in the church and in the world, Lord Jesus. We just bless him and his wife as they continue to walk um, hand in hand with you, Lord Jesus. We just thank you so much for them. Thank you, Jesus. It'll take about 10 minutes, and that's it. Uh, we thought as a leadership team to cover um, just some of the core values of the church. In other words, you know, sometimes people ask, you know, what is your church about or uh, what flavor are you? Because we know every single church you step into looks very different. And, uh, and so just like walking into an ice cream shop, we have all these different flavors. And sometimes people say, you know, what kind of flavor, if you will, is uh, the junction. And we do have about 10 or 12 values and we don't do amazing at all of them some of them are like we wish we did better in these things but when we're thinking through things or planning through things these are kind of that that, that kind of shape our church when you know trouble or conflict arises we try to filter them through these values and so let me just uh, run through them uh, the first one and a lot of these have been here for years uh, we reshaped some of them in the last while here uh, first one is 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 already mentioned is uh, welcoming and inclusiveness we welcome others without judgment and hold safe space for each person to journey authentically with God. And we, we base it off of the life of Jesus, who seemed to just provide this safe place for people. Um, we have a lot of people in this church who have been burnt out by religion or burnt out by church and come here and are able to be restored and, and refreshed because we don't put a lot of pressure on people. We allow people to journey with the Holy Spirit and in their time and their place. And we see that Jesus did this when, you know, in Mark chapter 2, it says, Levi invited Jesus and his disciples to his home as dinner guests, along with many tax collectors and other disreputable sinners. There were many people of this kind among Jesus' followers. That, that these folks that were rejected by the religious system of the day, when the Pharisees wouldn't want to touch Jesus, he seemed to provide the safe space for them, and he would hang out with them, eat dinner with them, and, and we want to have that kind of space here and so uh, we don't you know have a 50 point list that you have to meet to come here if you want to grow in God learn about God or explore God even if you don't believe in God you're, you're welcome to come and enjoy this space uh, the second one which has always been a very high value here is the idea of unity and that is we understand that there is diversity of thought within the Christian faith and prioritize unity in our diversity uh, some people love this, some people can't stand this, uh, because unity is a really hard thing. <laughs> I mean, it's really easy when it looks like your flavor, but when someone else comes along with a different flavor, it can be hard. And this church is actually very, very diverse. We have, uh, it's very diverse theologically, it's very diverse in, in expression, and we really, really do value that there, because this was uh, one of the, the most serious prayers, I think, of Jesus, where he says, I've given that, and he's talking about his church, the glory you gave me, which is a pretty incredible statement. I think that God has poured out his glory upon us. Now, now, why did he do that? I mean, it doesn't say it's to build a big church. It's not, it doesn't say it's for a big ministry. Maybe it's for those things. It doesn't say it's for, you know, you know, for power, but those things are all part of it. But he says here that the reason is so that they may be one as we are one. 
I and them and you are on me. May they experience such perfect unity that the world will know that you sent me and that you love them as much as you love me. The whole mission of the church, the gospel, the, the idea of people understanding God's love is wrapped up, Jesus says, in the ability for us to be unified. Now we know it's impossible for us to be unified in our theology because we all have different flavors and gifts and we just look at things different, but we can be unified around Jesus. And so that's the one thing we try to do here. We have lots of different beliefs and theological opinions and a lot of different things, but we hold to Jesus and we look to Jesus and we, we dive into Jesus. The third one is the authority of Jesus. We know who God is by primarily looking at the life, teaching, and example of Jesus. God's character looks like Jesus. In other words, we read the Bible through Jesus. We read life through Jesus. We want to seek Jesus. We know who God is by looking at Jesus. We don't primarily look at things through Moses or even Paul. We look at it primarily through Jesus. I mean, uh, John had the, the audacity of you to even say, you know, this is after the entire Old Testament was written. He, he says, no one has ever seen God. And like, well, what about all those experiences of the Old Testament folks? And John says, no one has ever seen God, but the unique one who is himself God is near to the Father's heart. He has revealed God to us. In other words, Jesus is the one who reveals God to us perfectly. And so uh, we just read life and scripture and everything through the authority of Jesus. Uh, another value is grace, that we do not earn our favor with God. He loves us even in our mess and inaction. We have unmerited favor and total peace with God through Jesus Christ. And that's what Romans 5, 1 says. We have been made right in God's sight by faith. It's not you having everything together. It's not you working hard for God. It's, it's just grace. It's, it's unmerited. It's just, His grace is poured out. And we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ our Lord has done. And it goes on to say that we are in this place of undeserved privilege. And we just don't see that anywhere else in this world because grace and love often are earned in this world, but but God just pours it out on it, and we, we believe that uh, here. The priority of love, this has been one that's been huge for us here. Uh, Galatians 5, 6 says, What counts more than anything else is faith expressing itself through love. And we, when we realize God loves us no matter what, we will love others no matter who. And that is the one thing we're going to do well here is love. I mean... Various places in the New Testament, it says things like this, that the whole law is summed up in this one command to love one another. There's a lot of things we could try to do well, and maybe we can do a few things well, but the one thing we want to do really, really well is the priority of love. And it is the one command Jesus left us with, that we would love one another. And so um, we don't do this perfectly. I don't do this perfectly, but we want to keep working on making sure that the one thing that this church smells of, if you will, more than anything else is is love and, uh, and the authority of Jesus. Uh, we believe in prayer here. We believe that prayer really does change things. A lot of people talk about prayer, but don't really, doesn't, they don't really believe that it actually works, or they say you know, silly things like, you know, prayer changes us, it doesn't change anything else. And, and prayer does change us, but it also changes things around us. Uh, we believe in prayer and the power of prayer, and that is why we have prayer ministry, we have a lot of prayer going on, because I mean, we have seen miracles, and we've seen God work through prayer. Uh, we value youth and children. Jesus welcomed the presence of the young, and, uh, and we do as well. And that's been harder during COVID. We haven't quite figured out how to do that the best. 
Um, but we value this. And a lot of you know that our, our big ministry, at least pre-COVID, was with the high school. And we'd have uh, 120 youth here every Thursday for craft dinner. And uh, we, we value the young. And we value babies who cry and run around after church because that means there's life here. It means there's kids here. That's a good thing. Uh, we value being led by the Spirit of God. Uh, we desire to know and follow God's heart as revealed in the life-teaching example of Jesus Christ. We value, uh, uh, value experiencing the presence of God. We believe intentional time in the presence of God transforms us. And this is why we spend time in worship. And again, everybody's worship looks different here because we don't make everybody jump and shout if you don't want to. I mean, there are people who are more contemplative and just like to sit in quiet and not even sing and just receive. There are people who like to jump and dance and we say, hey, you're welcome here. If you love Jesus, uh, just want to connect with God because you know whether you're in a contemplative state or a joyous state that if you're focused intentionally on God, he transforms us. And so just that intentional time in the presence of God is why we're doing the prayer summit on Thursday worship night, just to spend this intentional time in the presence of God. Because Ephesians 3.19 says, May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. That all the fullness of life and power comes from, it says here, experiencing the love of Christ. And so we want to continually position ourselves in places where we can experience that and grow in it and learn about the love of God. Uh, we value uh, this idea of beyond the building. We work for the betterment of our surrounding community. And as a church, it's not just Sunday morning. Uh, the church is much more than that. That all of us, when we go from here, we'd love folks and, and uh, talk about Jesus to folks and, and go beyond the building. Another thing we value here is vulnerability. Uh, sometimes religion and sometimes the institutional church can shut down vulnerability. You know, don't ask those kind of questions here. Or, you know, we, we come in thinking that we have to put on a, a, fr a face that we have everything together because, you know, otherwise people are going to look down on us. I mean, the, the religious system sometimes works against vulnerability. We want to work the opposite way. That we say, bring your hurts, your mess, your questions, your doubts. Uh, they are welcome in, in the conversation. As Galatians 6.2 says, share each other's burdens, and in this way you obey the law of Christ. And if you're hiding, and we make other people hide by the way we judge people, then you can't share another's burdens because you don't know about them. And so we welcome hard questions here, and sometimes we talk about hard questions from the front, and if you're struggling with your faith, or you're struggling in your life, and there's mess going on, welcome to the club, that is life. Uh, but we don't steer away from hard questions or struggles or maybe you're doubting your faith or whatever. We just like, this is part of life and and we want to work at being vulnerability. So this is part of the reason for a safe place and a non-judgmental space to kind of push against the religious mask wearing that we often can fall into. Uh, we also value spirit-led, intellectually honest and relevant teaching with the help of the spirit and good scholarship. We bring the Bible, an ancient text, into dialogue with our modern life by working to understand history, context, and ancient practices in the light of Jesus. So we value spirit-led teaching. I mean, Paul talked about, you know, my, 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 my speaking didn't come with words of wisdom. It came with a demonstration of the Spirit. So we hope that whoever's sharing up here would be praying and, and seeking, you know, God, what are you saying to us? But we also val value intellectually honest teaching. <laughs> 
least my opinion, there's a lot of unintellectual honest teaching uh, in the church because sometimes it's like, this is the way you see things. Well, it's like, well, actually, there's about 10 other ways to see things. And if you're actually intellectually honest, not all Christians agree on that. Uh, I mean, the book is old. The Bible's old. It wasn't written 100 years ago. It was written like 2,000 to 3,000 years ago. And think how much has changed in 100 years. Uh, I mean, as far as the year 5,000 is ahead of us, it's like where parts of the Bible were written. And so it takes reading good scholars and theologians to understand history, to figure out what did it mean to the folks back then and how do we adapt that today. And, and it's just important, at least it is for me, that, that speaking from the front is actually intellectually honest with scholarship and the diversity of Christianity, but also being spirit-led. And the last one is just generosity. Uh, God has been so generous with us that we value generosity in, in all shapes and forms and how that spills out within the church and outside the church. And uh, so those are values. If you're interested in reading those more, take them home. They're always out in the foyer on the sheet there. Uh, but otherwise, I'm going to call Danielle up. Our awesome, super awesome worship team. Always thankful for our awesome worship team. And um, so, Father, we thank you for the Junction Church. God, we thank you for every single person, young, old, child, <laughs> baby, that is part of this group. God, we thank you for the diversity here. We thank you for the love that is felt here, this is family. And God, we just pray you continue to increase uh, your work here, that you'd help us to be more sensitive, God, to what you're doing. That any way we begin to go down any wrong path, God, I pray for conviction. I pray you'd steer us in the right direction. And God, I pray you just release unity in those ways that uh, are pleasing in your eyes. And so God, again, we thank you. Uh, we love you. We lean into you. In Jesus' name.